0: Welcome to the Plant School Podcast. I'm Rachel Tenney and here we learn all about plants, how they work, how to care for them, and it's all taught in a way that anyone from beginner to expert can listen to, understand, and enjoy. So I hope that you will join me in plant school. Hello and welcome to the Plant School podcast. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. Whether you're a long-time listener or a new listener, I'm just happy to have you here. So today's episode, you can see that it is all about prepping house plants for spring. And before I jump into that whole subject, I do want to announce a giveaway winner. And if you've been listening for a while, you know that I do giveaways every so often. And I've been picking winners from people who have left reviews on Apple Podcasts. So today's winner is Mariana SB20 underscore. And this is what she said on her review. Every time I listen to this podcast, I've been listening for two months now, I feel at peace, free and very happy because I learn how to take care of the plants that I love. I've been a plant parent for more than a year now, and I love learning. It is true that when we start this beautiful passion, we make many mistakes. Therefore, it is nice to have a space where I do not feel judged for wanting to know more about the subject. It is nice, and I even feel cozy. It's definitely my favorite podcast about plants. Thank you so much for that sweet review, Mariana. If you will email me at tinnyplants at gmail.com, and tinny is spelled T-E. N-N-E-Y. I will go ahead and get your info. And you know what I'm going to do for this giveaway? I want to fund your next plant trip. So I'm going to send you a gift card for you to go to your favorite plant shop and buy yourself a plant. But anyways, if you would like possibly your next plant trip to be funded by me, go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I pick giveaway winners as often as I can, and it's a great way to support the podcast. And speaking of ways to support this podcast, I do insert plugs for this podcast every now and then because I do want to keep it going. I do love doing this, but it does take a lot of time. So if you are listening and you love this podcast, I would really, really appreciate if you could support it by one, leaving a review at the bare minimum. Two, you can actually support this podcast and make a monthly donation as low as like a dollar a month. Really anything helps. And also, lastly, if you want to get something in return for basically making a donation to this podcast, you can go into the show notes and there is a link to my merch store. I've created some, well, I think they're fun, some really cool plant shirts, also some hoodies. There's one that says, I like plants, with all these different little graphics of plants below it, and then there's also one that says plant school, like on the corner over Over the right side of your chest, it says plant school with a plant. And all these little different plant icons are on the back of the shirt. So I have those two and they come in a shirt or a hoodie. And then I also have stickers. One of them says, I'm in plant school with a little plant on it. Another one is just the plant school podcast sticker. There's small ones or large ones. If you wanted it to be like a car decal, I have one on my car. So if you ever see one on a car, it's probably me driving around yeah maybe I shouldn't share that I don't know I don't think anyone's ever gonna find me on the road let's be real and then there's another sticker it just says I like plants with a cute little monstera on it so if you would like to help this podcast out and basically make my entire day I would so appreciate you buying something from my merch store, becoming a donor. The donor link is also in the description of every episode and the merch store link is in the description. So you can look at both of those. If you want to buy something, amazing. That would be so amazing. If you want to become a donor and donate like a dollar a month, amazing. It would make my entire day. It would make my entire week, year, really. And if you really can't spend any money, that's fine. Leaving a review makes a difference too. And I so appreciate it. Any kind of support you give, I do appreciate it. All right. So I know that was a long plug for me, but like I said, it keeps this podcast going, but let's get into the episode, shall we? Tips for prepping our house plants for spring. So the first day of spring was actually this past Monday on March 20th. So I thought it would be the perfect time to talk about how to prep your house plants for spring. So tip number one is water more frequently. You may be wondering why this happens and it's because your houseplants, they are getting extended periods of sunshine coming in your windows. So your plants are expending more energy as they are photosynthesizing more. Therefore, your soil is drying up faster. Those roots are pulling up water much faster. And you guys know if you've been listening for a while, I'm not a big... Advocate for watering your plant on a schedule or just like upping your watering amount all of a sudden. I'm a big advocate for checking your soil. So perhaps this tip number one should be more of check your soil more frequently because it might be drying out quicker than it has been in the winter. So check your soil more frequently. If it's dry, it's going to need some water. And if it's not, wait a few days. So tip number two is to prune your houseplants. So while you're out there doing your spring cleaning, which me and my husband have been working on for the past two days, it's been oh so cleansing. It's felt so good just to chuck stuff out. And a big part of that today, actually, I was working on it. A big part of that was cleaning my houseplants. It honestly took probably an hour, an hour and a half, because I've been neglecting them all winter long. So they kind of really needed this pruning. So I went in, I looked for any dead, wilted or damaged leaves or foliage, and I removed them. I made sure that I wasn't removing any more than 25% of the plant though. If you do more than that, it can really stress out and shock the plant. So try and keep that rule when you're doing so. And actually by removing weak or leggy growth and removing these wilted leaves, it's really beneficial for the plant it helps invigorate growth and helps them be bushier and more full and healthy. So don't feel bad when you have to trim your plant. It's a good thing. And also this is just a tip. I'm not sure how many people follow this really religiously. Sometimes I don't, but cleaning your scissors or your shears, whatever one you're using, with rubbing alcohol after each plant is highly recommended so that you aren't spreading any sort of disease to other plants and passing things along that should not be passed along. So tip number three is to check on your lighting. And maybe this is a little bit obvious for you, but We know that the earth is circling around the sun, right? And so the sun is hitting your home and windows slightly differently every single day. And so if you haven't checked where the sun is streaming in since like the beginning of winter, check out how the sun is coming in your windows. Adjust your plants if necessary. If they are by the window and they're getting so much sun, maybe they're getting a little bit of sunburn on the leaves you're going to want to move them away from that sunny window so they will stop getting that sunburn. All right, tip number four is to move your plants outside. And this is a tip, it's like you can do it if you want to. You don't have to do this. So if you like to have some houseplants outside, spring is a great time to start thinking about doing so because once it doesn't get below 65 degrees Fahrenheit or 18 degrees Celsius throughout the entire day and night, your house plants are good to be outside. If it's dipping below that 65 degree mark, your plant could possibly freeze and get some damage. So just make sure to check the temperature and once it's at that level, you can start moving them outside. Acclimating them over a few weeks is the most ideal. So you can put them like in a shaded location, then in a more sunnier location and also too big of a temperature change can shock and damage your plant. So that's why you don't want to be tossing them out when it's like in the 50s and the 40s, because technically they might not freeze, but the shock can really damage them. And also while you are putting them outside, make sure you're watching for signs of sunburn with brown, white, or even transparent leaves. And when they're outside, this is just a note, they do tend to dry out much faster. So You're going to need to check the soil more often to know when they need to be watered. Just keep your eye on that because out there in sunnier locations where there's more air movement, their soil does dry out very quickly. And if there's some sort of crazy weather, spring kind of has crazy weather to begin with, like windstorms or hail, make sure to bring your houseplants in because you don't want them getting hit by a windstorm or a hailstorm that could cause some real serious damage. All right, I'm going to pause right here for a quick break. And when we come back, I have six more tips to help your houseplants in the springtime. Okay, we are back and we're going to jump right into tip number five. So number five is dust off your plants' leaves. And if you're already dusting and doing your spring cleaning, this is like a nice segue into starting to dust your plants. Because dust can build up on leaves over time and interfere with optimal photosynthesis. So when you do this, you want to use a soft clean cloth with either nothing on it to remove the dust, or you can use a cloth that's slightly damp with water, and you could even spray something beneficial on it, like neem oil or some other gentle insecticide. And if neither of those sound like a fun idea, you can go the speedy route, which is to simply put your houseplants into the shower, make sure it's like a lukewarm water. You don't want hot, you don't want freezing, and you can just rinse them off in the shower and then you're done. So that's also another way to go. And this is especially helpful if you have houseplants and their leaves are like a little bit fuzzy, like a prayer plant. And this is because you can't really use a cloth with plants that are fuzzy or cactuses. You can't really use a cloth with them. So showers are great for that, or you can use a soft brush. So tip number six is to repot your plants. So if you notice that any of your plants have some of the signs that they need to be repotted, such as roots growing out of the bottom of their pot, soil being pushed up out of the top of the pot, or roots are circling at the bottom of your pot when you lift it out and check on it, or they also might be drying out really quickly, these are all signs that they are ready to be repotted. And repotting is great because it can stimulate new growth, give them room to expand. And on average, most houseplants are ready to be repotted about every 12 to 18 months. That's definitely not a rule though. Some plants do better when they're kind of really tightly in a pot. But if you do notice some of these signs, you think your plant is ready, you're going to want to choose a pot that's one to two inches larger in diameter than the previous one it was in. And that new soil that you've put into the pot provides a lot of fresh nutrients and it won't need to be fertilized for the next few months, which is great. Less things to do. So tip number seven, speaking of fertilizing, is to fertilize your plants. So fertilizing is recommended when your plants are pushing out new growth. And this often happens throughout spring and summer And growth can sometimes slow down and fall in winter. So kind of be looking for, be aware of new growth. And if you see it, start fertilizing your plants every few weeks depending on the strength of your fertilizer that you like to use. I personally recommend starting with a weak dose of fertilizer in March and April and then starting to increase it gradually each month so that it's at its full strength by around June or so. Tip number eight. This one's kind of a fun one that I normally wouldn't think of, but I wanted to include it. And that is to collect rainwater. So spring is often known for having a lot of rainstorms. And this is the perfect time to be collecting rainwater to use for your houseplants. So I did look up if any states limit how much water you can gather. And most of them do not have a limit on you gathering rainwater. The most stingy states... On this is Utah and Colorado, which is great because I am in Utah, and they allow you to store up to 2,500 gallons, which is like a massive amount. But if you do have the space to set up a rainwater collection system, this is kind of a fun way to support your houseplants. Rainwater doesn't contain the chemicals and harsh salts that tap water does so it's really beneficial that way if this is like a tip that's like yeah no rachel i i can't do this that's fine i feel the same way i'm currently renting so i'm not really sure my landlord would be super jazzed to see like a 50 gallon barrel just sitting on his property but this is definitely something i would do if i wasn't renting so for all you people out there who are able to do this this might be a fun way to support your houseplants and the perfect time to do it because a lot of rain is falling from the sky during spring. So tip number nine is to open your windows on warmer days. The fresh air and the humidity especially is really great for plants. It can help them acclimate to the outside if you're planning on moving them out there. So just remember, open up those windows. Houseplants do not mind it as long as the temperature is pretty similar to the temperature inside. It doesn't have to be exactly, of course, but that extra humidity can be really great for them. And my last tip, Tip number 10 is to propagate your houseplants. So a lot of houseplants are going through spurts of new growth, so this can be a great time to take pieces of them to propagate. And also, a lot of plants produce offsets or pups or baby plants, whatever you like to call them, and they often will shoot more of them out in spring. So it's a great time to take them to propagate them. And this would include plants like Sansevieria. Lots of new plantlets start to appear on the sides. And you are able to remove those to start new plants. Spider plants have those little pups that come off of them. They look like spiders, hence the name spider plant. I'm sure you guys know that. Also, kalanchoes, which, man, I always want to call them Colanchos. I did a care guide on them, and I still struggle to call them their correct name, kalanchoes. Calancho just sounds so janky, so I really need to get it out of my head. But kalanchoes produce little babies in spring. Also, there's a lot of succulents out there that produce pups and this especially happens during the spring and summer. So watch out for those because this can be a great time for you to propagate. Just something to keep in mind. And with that, those are my 10 tips for prepping your houseplants for spring. I hope it was kind of helpful to go through these in your mind. Maybe you thought of some things that you would like to do with your plants Honestly, I'm thinking of this year trying to put some of my houseplants outside, one, because I think it would be fun and they could have a lot of new growth with the extra sun, but two, because I am still dealing with some lingering fungus gnats and I just want them gone. And I feel like a great way to do that is to put it outside and maybe, just maybe, they will finally be gone. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and for being here. I hope that you will join me in two weeks for a brand new episode of Plant School. Thank you so much for being here and for listening to the Plant School podcast. I hope that you will join me for our next episode. And if you would like to support this podcast and keep it going, there's a link down in the show notes of this episode where you can donate to this podcast. And I really appreciate all that help. Or you can go to my merch store, which is also linked in the notes of this episode. And you can find some really cool plant-related shirts and stickers. And if you want to support the podcast but spend no money, feel free to share it with a friend, leave a review. All these things greatly help me out and allow me to keep doing this. Again, thank you so much for listening and for being here at the Plant School Podcast.